One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, guys, you know what? Getting the kind of sleep you want is the best reward you can give yourself, especially during these times. We need our rest. If you think about it, sleep is actually the real fountain of youth. That's why you need Sleepacil. It is a non-addictive and over-the-counter sleep supplement made with natural ingredients. You want that. You always look for that. Natural ingredients such as melatonin, valerian root, and chamomile. Well, if you're worried, don't don't worry because Sleepacil is FDA approved, okay? And it is available nationwide in Mercury Drugstore, Watson's, Rose Pharmacy, South Star Drugstore, and Generica. You can also order it online through Zalora, Shopee, Lazada, and Watson's online. Check out their website, www.sleepacil.com. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's at Sleepacil. So don't forget, Jelly, sleep safe and sound with Sleepacil. The Eavesdrop. No filter. Off kilter. Exclusively on Spotify. to another eavesdrop episode recording this podcast live from Makati, BGC, Utah, and Hong Kong. You've got Sorry <laughs> Bottom Game Show. <laughs> You've got Fran Del Jelly and Jude. And we have a special guest today, but Monica will handle that. Hi you guys. How you doing? Hi. Hello everybody. All right. Yes, we do have a special guest. All right. Uh, Our guest, her name is Mel Lozano Alcaraz. Now Mel is a longtime TV and video producer who's now in love with podcasting. New to the Korean pop fandom, which has tapped into her dormant fangirling tendencies. She is working hard to get her end slate podcast hosts to co-host rather to watch a part Seo Jun K drama, or at least know each BTS member's names. And she's here to talk about all things K drama, all things BTS, and why she's into it. So please welcome Mel Lozana. Lozano Alcaraz. Hi, Mel. Hi, Mel. <laughs> 
how Ma- you should greet now. <laughs> I know. Is it Monica or Fran? Because I know Mon as Mon, Monica. But yes, you can call me Mon. Okay. Before you get bashed, it's Park Sojun, not Seo. I Park So Sojun. So. Oh. So. Yes. So. June. Sorry. Okay. Mel, and where, where do you get this? Like, where do you find out how to properly pronounce the names? This really handy thing called Google Translate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, it's going to be that kind of podcast. <laughs> That is I what see, I do. Okay. That is what I do with all the packaging that I get. You know, like I have like this packaging for Korean pancakes and all the in- instructions are in Korean. So I just mm-hmm. take my camera and I point it. I'm like, please <laughs> tell me how to cook this. Okay? <laughs> please tell me how to cook this. Korean style. That would make Korean style. All right. So, okay, wait. So where is Park So June from? Just so I know. I can't believe this. Are you joking? He's the most <laughs> not lusted over <laughs> K-drama actor. Like I would I call him my publish on one night stand. Like my publish on <laughs> Hall Pass. He's like 35. He is in the new Marvel movies in London shooting mm. now. He's right. We talked about him. Okay, that's yeah, him. Yeah, one class. Uh, she was pretty. Oh Fight for okay. My Way. Warang. He's oh, everywhere. She was pretty. Was recommended to be to me by a friend, and she said, "He said you should really catch that. She was pretty." Mm. What, what's what's that about? Uh, I actually haven't seen it because I didn't go past episode four. It wasn't it wasn't mm. for me. Sometimes someone's gonna recommend a K drama to you, and you're just not gonna get it. But yeah, it's right. That but yeah, that's fine. what we're getting because everybody was like. Oh, you like this. Oh, you like that. But then when you catch it, mm, no. no. I find that K-drama watching is like putting on, trying on clothes in a dressing room. Sometimes people will say this is a great style, but then when you fit it, it doesn't fit you. It doesn't work for you. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, so we're not, we're not weird. Because there's a lot of people who recommend it. And when you look at the preview, it's weird yeah. lang if you don't find Park Sejun hot. That's weird to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wait, the I lines are drawn, guys. The lines are drawn. I have to give you guys context. Mel, I'm going to read out our little message. Okay, I'm letting you know. So I, I, I asked her, as in Mel, can you guest on the show? We're just going to talk about you know K dramas, all thing Korean, blah blah blah. And she's like, okay. Also, fair warning. I am a hard stan. <laughs> versus versus lots of soft stanners our age. And I said, Mel. What is a hard stand? What is that? So, Mel, please. A soft stand is a a kind of fan who has motherly, sisterly, uh, caring feelings for their K-drama idols or K-pop idols. But a hard stand is someone who's like ovaries are jumping for joy whenever they see their their pop stars or their actors. I am a super hard stand. I, I am... Not quiet about it. I I find them super hot. Sometimes I dream about them, uh, <laughs> and it's really wala lang. It's like my uh, pagdadalaga, my second pagdadalaga. Pagdalagin okay. so, uh, ka, ganon. Yeah, feeling yeah. ko nga. I have fan fiction in my head, and you know. <laughs> Well, you know what? We can sense the kilig in your voice and the way you're talking about them. But I wanted to know, how did this even start? And Which when one? Did it, when did this start? Like, okay, what's your first foray into K-Dom? 
I'm a pandemic K culture baby. Meaning okay. I only yeah. really, I only opened my heart to this whole Hallyu wave last year when the pandemic started because we were all stuck at home. And then net, my Netflix algorithm kept pushing cla- crash landing on you, blah, blah. It's Taiwan class pa nung panahon na yon. And at, like a lot of people, I've always thought that K-dramas or K-pop was badui or not my thing. Or, you know, I've always been like edgy and I like indie. I like, I like prestige Hollywood shit. But um, <laughs> one of our Ansley assignments was to watch a K-drama. So Quark and I, Quark and Aris and I decided, okay, fine, we'll just start crash landing on you and after a while after i reached like i went past episode six, oh man i was just you were hooked oh yeah <laughs> point of no return absolutely mm. point of no return and then for k-pop um my daughter who's right behind me right there she was actually a blink we're blackpink fans and then mm. one day in our blackpink fandom YouTube pushed this thing called Boy With Love on my algo, <laughs> on my feed. So I was like, what is this? So I, I I clicked on it. And then that shoulder shimmy when V turns around and then you hear the wah, 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 wah. Wow. What's this? Oh my gosh. What are their names? That's when, that's it. Never look back. <laughs> okay, so, so after Chloe... What was next for After you? After Chloe, uh, it was Goblin. Oh, and then yeah. it just uh, title after title after title from there. And and no stopping you. No All right. stopping. As a, as a mom, did you feel guilty liking these young No, because my daughter shares the guys. same fandom with me. <laughs> her, her bias is Jungkook. So she's actually taking Korean lessons right now because the 16-year age gap between them it's nothing to her. She's probably... She's okay now. Yeah, they're gonna get okay married in, in her... <laughs> she has that's a little Jungkook shrine in her room. And and the beauty about K-dramas and K-pop is because there's no... Because there's no explicit words or, or out-and-out right. sex scenes or the violence yeah, is right. very subdued. We actually mm. watch K-dramas together. Her yeah. reading comprehension is so good because she reads subtitles very fast. Yeah. So it's really, it's such a family thing. It's a mother-daughter thing for the two of us. Mong, sometimes, my husband, sometimes he'll just say, I've had enough. (laughs) And then that's when I have to stop. We have to like put on something English, play something English on on Spotify. There's a balance. There's a balance. Your bias in BTS is V? V. Am I right? V. Yeah. I have a cutout of him in my room right beside my bedside. I was going to tell the gang that I saw this cute IG story of of you, Mong in the point of view of Mong, walking into the bedroom with Mel on the bed with the cutout of V with her. I was shooting content, okay, and then I got caught in the act. Sure, sure. That's what they all say when caught in bed. I'm shooting a content. It happens. My husband's very tolerant, thank God. Oh, so your stand, your cutout, that's life size? No, it's like a hanger. So you put clothes on him. (laughs) Oh Oh my God. So you can be twinning with him too. (laughs) This gets more interesting, Mel. I'm very interested. It's it's from Kai Honasan. If Kai is listening, hi, Kai. Kai, actually, she sent me this also, my, my BTS sweater. 
there's a lot of rocker BTS fans that I am really close friends with. We're all together in this in this rabbit hole together. Right, right. So we need to get into it. So Mel, you really dealt you you went into this rabbit hole. You're far down deep into it. And like you said, you know, you're edgy. I know you as like this cool girl, you know, um, who is hosting a co-hosting a, a podcast with Quark. You know, and you talk about movies, you talk about all these fun stuff, adult things. And then I see you on Twitter, Mel, really fangirling over (laughs) BTS. And I told the girls, this is before I went down this rabbit hole. This was like, I don't understand why um, these women, you know, are into it because I didn't get it back then. And so I'm sorry. I've apologized to all the army Tita's out there already. Uh, but so what is it do you think um, this phenomenon is all about? Like, why do women our age fall head over heels, like fangirling over these guys? You know, they say an army. Knox, they say an army. <laughs> B- BTS finds you at the right time. And the pandemic <laughs> was the right time for, for me. <laughs> And then for you, it's this year because I guess you were just so like, what the hell is going on in my timeline? Right. Um, right. Uh, so I don't know. Have you guys been fangirls ever of like looking at this gallery and KOTB? Of course. Oh, yeah, Backstreet of course. Boys, Insane. Yeah. So think of. No, Jesse Delamar Hinde. Ano yan? EDM girl. No, Mahi. But, but it, not, nothing against them. I'm just not that. I know. So anyway, so I've passed through all these boy bands in my lifetime. New Kids on the Block was my first love. And then Backstreet Boys and Sync. I never got into One Direction. But BTS is just ibang klase yung tama, yung hit. Uh, I really don't understand it, but I think it's a combination of lyrics, the music, which I'm super into, the content that they put out, and even their personalities when they're together. With uh, Western bands, you could always tell that they kind of hated each other when mm. when the when when the cameras would stop recording. There's there would be when you read interviews, they like make hearits na, or they put each other down sometimes. But you can tell that there's a little infighting, a little jealousy. And in sync, it was always just Justin Timberlake and friends, diba? It's like that. Mm. <laughs> but with BTS, when you watch their shows or watch their travel shows, you can tell that. They function as a family more than anything else. There's the mom, there's the dad, there's the kuya, there's the bunso. And they really respect and love each other. And I think that that's their biggest appeal amongst all us fangirls. Just their genuine personalities and how they treat each other and how they are super humble humble with their fame. You know, Mel, when you were talking about how you have the the cutout and how you're fangirling, it it brought me back to my younger years when I had cutouts. I would have magazines and cut out the pictures of all the members of Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> Jason, I had take that, and I had I had their pictures up my walls, and I remember the feeling of just seeing them, and and I feel like how nice to be back at that you know that phase in your life when you're just 
swooning over all of these people. Para ang sarap ng feeling to get that now that you're a mom and you have all these businesses and responsibilities. Is that the reason why you're feeling that now? Is that an escape for you? You are also forgetting spending power because now you actually have money to buy merch <laughs> and buy concert tickets and buy magazines that they're in. May pera ka. You don't have to beg your parents or justify na mom, can I have money because I'm gonna buy like Rolling Stone. But um, I think that the big part is BTS. The power of BTS is positivity. The message that they always spread is being positive, being respectful, loving yourself, just being a better person. And I've, I've said this in, one, in my podcast before when, when Quark asked me, what is it about BTS? And I said, ever since I started listening to them, I've actually become a better person. And if you ask an army why they love BTS so much, that's probably the number one reason. It's they are such an inspiration to be better people. It's always like, what would BTS do? <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 They're so wholesome. They're so wholesome. Aren't they? They're so yeah, wholesome. But it's not even it's not even cringy wholesome. Not like yeah. thumbs. This is the kind of yeah. wholesome that will inspire you to be just someone better, a better version of yourself. I have not lost my temper in maybe a year. Seriously. Under the pandemic, that seems impossible. I'm just happy (laughs) if I'm feeling down or I'm feeling anxious about, oh, it's another ECQ. Oh, I can't open my business today. I'll just play a song or watch like In the Soup or watch Run BTS. It's such a, it's such a self-care moment for me when you listen to BTS or participate in the fandom. I have a, I'm I have a so happy she can articulate this because this is what I've been thinking about this whole time. I'm like, why do I like them so much? Because they make they you feel do. better. There's just they natural do. serotonin. Right. Absolutely. Right. Correct. Question, why are, why are you, why is it called the army? Sorry, I, I'll just interject because see, see, uh, see Ramona Thorns. Oh, what's mm-hmm. R.C. Munoz. R.C. Munoz. Okay. So on Instagram, she was just here a few, I don't know if she's still here, but she's like- I think she's in the States. Yeah, yeah, she went to Times Square and it, you knew that she was an army. Like, she's an army. She's part of the mm-hmm. army. My question is first, why is it called the army? What, what's the, how did that come about? Why are you called the army, the fans of BTS? So in K-pop fandom, um, each fan club has a name. So mm. just like here in the Philippines, you have like Tirso, Nora, Tirso forever, love you, like that. In K-pop, right. every fan has a name. Like for Luna, it's Orbits. For EXO, it's EXOs, something like that. For Twice, it's mm. Once. For BTS, it's ARMY. Okay. So somebody just, just came up with that It's usually the record, le- the record label who assigns the name. So it means something like something representative. You have to Google <laughs> But it's what, there. What does BTS stand for? Bangtan Sonyandan. Bulletproof Boy Scouts. Oh, I see. Wow. After all this time. Oh, now I remember. It's adorable representation of letter M is something and then youth. A-R-M-Y. Uh, there you go. And now it ties in. If that's their name. What's that? Bulletproof something, Boy Scouts. Something. Uh, okay. Bulletproof Boy Scout. Right. Okay. Adorable representative MC for youth. There you go. MC for youth. Thank you, Jelly. Okay. Wow. 
I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm, trying, I, I, I'm trying to get Dell on this bandwagon. <laughs> but you have to open your heart, Kase. You have to open your heart. You can't right. like you can't get into K-pop. For the longest time, I was so against K-pop because for me, it sounded like budots. You know, it's a it's just the sound that you hear in the in like when you go to the mall. Right. But when you get into K-pop, you realize that there's so many genres pala under K-pop. Like, I'm not a big EDM fan, but there's K-pop EDM. I love R&B. I love Chill Wave. There's actually K-pop, R&B, and Chill Wave. And BTS's discography is crazy good. I'm, mm. I'm such a big music fan. I married a, a rock star. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that BTS could switch from emo to EDM to R&B to hip-hop to bubblegum pop. Grabbing discography, nada. That's why Maps so, of Sandwich is also a big fan. The musicality yes. is crazy. Oh. It's insane. So do That's they right. write their songs? What's that, the musical talent of the members? So that's what sets them apart mm. in K-pop. K-pop is actually a highly manufactured career. Manufactured. You'll probably read this a lot where they audition and mm-hmm. then the label molds them, writes their songs. The mm. producers are all hired to shape this group. But BTS, what's special about them is their label, Big Hit, at the time, Big Hit, now Hype, they were encouraged to create their own songs, write about songs that they know that the write about their youth, write about mm-hmm. being disenfranchised in, in Korea, write about where they're from. And they were really early on given a creative uh, liberty to shape their sound, mm-hmm. to shape their music, to shape uh, how they want to um, deal with their fans. So they were given they, independence. And do they have like, do any of them play instruments? Yeah. Apart from yeah. writing? They music? produce oh, their they own do. songs. Yeah. Oh, they wow. They produce their own songs. Okay. They're really talented. And I hate it. I, res- I mean, I'm fine. I always say like, whatever your trip, everyone's opinion is their opinion. But I hate it when people say that uh, like <laughs> BTS, you know, they're just manufactured. They don't write their mm-hmm. songs, blah, blah, blah. They actually do. They actually produce their songs. Um. If you are a longtime army, you can even tell by hearing the songs that who produced this. This is an RM song. This is a J Hope song. Mm. This is a Sugar song. Right, right. You know, I you, remember you were, I ended up. Uh, sorry, Del, go on. And I was just gonna say because you guys were saying uh, it caught you in the pandemic, right? And you got to open mm-hmm. your heart. And I think maybe the stresses of the world right now, kind of, it's too much truth. It's right. too much reality, and and you. It has nothing good that you can hang on to. But then something comes in like this and it kind of gives you something to hope for. You know, yep. it, for me, it's like art saving us from the from where we are right now. You know, in human terms, like humanity is just crazy right now. And then you see this positive sound or positive outlook in life reflected in their music and their dance or whatever. It gives you kind of like hope. You know, yeah. makes you mm-hmm. feel better. Yeah. And you really mm-hmm. want to support them. I think that's a big difference as well from my past fangirling. I would, <laughs> I mean, I love Backstreet Boys. I loved NSYNC, but it wasn't to the point that I'd buy a single or I'd vote for something. <laughs> but K-pop, if you get into K-pop fandom, and this was in my our recent N episode, you really root for your idols. You want them to succeed so bad that you buy singles you buy tickets you buy merch mm-hmm. because you want them to hit these records you stream non-stop if it's comeback season do you though i do is that how far there, okay. there are there are rules in streaming Hard and you stand, have to remember? follow the, the rules because you want them to succeed 
you right. globally want them to succeed and break records and just be the real Beatles of this generation. Wow. That's quite a... You know, I I started watching videos because I just wanted to know each one. Like, tell them apart. I I kept saying in the past, (laughs) I can't even tell them apart. And I hated myself for doing that. You know, like... Other I bands, we you all would get to that. know the members. And I'm like, so why can't I do it with BTS? I already love the music. So I started um, watching different videos, all the features on them. And I found out how talented every single one is. And, you know, how they're amazing dancers. I go gaga over fantastic dancers. Angaling! Like, every single one talaga brings something to the group. And... I understand what Mel is saying that they're just good vibes because my daughter, she just wants to um, pretend that she is annoyed by BTS because I like them. And I keep telling her they're good vibes. If you listen to their songs, you're just happy. And it's true. I I get it when you say, you know, um, when you're having a bad day, you just, you know, pop in a song and you feel better. It's true. I agree with you on that one. Right. So I think the bottom line is they are... You know, like this ray of positivity in our lives, just like Dell said, it's like a crazy time and we need this. I feel like, you know, everybody here loves music. You know, we're part of radio and part of the music industry and in our own ways. Um, I love Cardi B. I love Lil Nas. I love Kanye and Drake and all that. But when I listen to their songs, there's so much, there's only so much curse words that I can take. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I know. I don't know if it's my age or whatever, <laughs> but like, because I get you. Because so obviously, there's layers to this fandom. One, they're so handsome. I mean, if you're if you're into that, right? <laughs> Look at you smiling. They are, and then they're so they're so talented, right? But then if you like music, and then I agree with Mel. I, the first inkling of K-pop songs, I was like, why are we even playing this? I don't understand it. Okay, I don't, I can't understand them. But then when you do this deep dive and you listen to their songs and you find, you kind of Google the the meaning of their songs, it's like, oh my goodness, you know? Um, I think somebody told us before they had touched upon shadow work in some of the lyrics of their songs, like dealing with your your darkness and stuff. Maslalo, um, I think it was what? I think it was your man's song. Um, Blue and Gray? That's a depressing song, but yeah. Right. But wasn't it, he wrote it because he was in the throes of pandemic? Yeah. He was dealing yeah, with correct. depression and, yeah. and anxiety at the time. But actually Fair. my favorite dark, quote unquote, dark BTS song is Black Swan. Um, oh, I've seen the video. Yeah, yeah. But if you listen, if you look at the lyrics, if you listen to, or not, not listen, look at the translations, Mm-mm. it's a great song about artistry, about right. what, this is what happens when you fall in love with making your art and this is their biggest fear. Like what if the magic of performing or singing dies? And this is, this song confronts that. It's so good. Black Swan is such a good song. Did they write it? They wrote it. Yeah. Nice. How talented these boys. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. You know what? If I don't have my sleep, I get very, very soon it. Okay. More sungit? Seriously. More sungit than normal. <laughs> I was gonna say. More than <laughs> usual. <laughs> 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 Wait lang. Ako din. Sungit ako eh. 
We get angry. Yeah, we, we need get... to de-stress, right? We need there. We need something to de-stress. Good thing that there is Sleepasil. It is the best partner for a comforting deep sleep. You know the recommendation that sweet spot is seven to nine hours, and you can get that with Sleepasil, the most trusted sleep supplement with natural and non-addictive ingredients such as melatonin, valerian root, and chamomile. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. And just in case you were wondering, Sleepasil is FDA approved and an over-the-counter supplement available nationwide in Mercury Drugstore, Watson's Physical Stores, or even online. South Star Drugstore also has it, Rose Pharmacy, and Generica. So we don't want y'all to be soong it. So you can shop for Sleepasil online via Lazada, Shopee, Zalora, and visit their website for more information, www.sleepasil.com. Go ahead and share your experiences with Sleepasil. Follow and tag them on their social media at Sleepasil for Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. Sleep safe and sound with Sleepasil. This is my question. Since you seem to know a lot about what Jelly said was K-Dumb, right? So in my recollection, sometime in the 2000s, all of a sudden, Korean restaurants started, you know, popping up in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. Got so many Korean restaurants and then everybody got into Korean food, right? Next thing you know, K-Drama. Then the skincare line. Then their their K-pop, the music. What is it about Korean culture that seems to be having such a moment? Like parts of their culture is just so good. And people are now looking at them. Whereas before, you know, Koreans were seen as something lower than the two East Asian countries that were so high up there, China and Japan. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's as if it's all about Korea now. What do you think that is? So this is the amazing um, foreshadowing or the amazing planning or strategy that the Korean government did. They laid out their plans in the 90s when they were in the throes of recession. And part of the planning of getting out of recession was investing in Korean soft power, Hallyu. 
the Hollywood Wave. So they invested in culture. They put money in making sure the K-dramas were world-class, that mm. the K-pop music would be exportable because they knew that if it becomes a global hit, money would come back to them in right. forms of tu- tourism, tourism, distribution, um, yeah. idolization. Export. It's an export. export. It's a major right. export for them. So every year, 10% of the Korean budget is allotted to culture, whether it's mm. TV or music. And now you're seeing you're you're seeing the the rewards of this investment by the Korean government. Everyone wants to eat Korean food. Korean is the second most um, studied language worldwide on Duolingo, oh, especially. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. BTS okay. alone brings in I think three billion dollars to the Korean eco- economy. It's For crazy. Real? Yeah, yeah. Three Merch. billion dollars. Merch, tours, um, just, well, in regular times because people would come to Korea to go to the BTS spots, like where they shot, where they grew up, where they shot album covers, where they shot music videos. There's so many one day, two day, three day BTS tours. It's just, it's a, it's now part of their economy. That's why BTS and and K-dramas are so well regarded right Mm -hmm. now. It's the investment that they made really. Into culture, and it seems like a to- total export of Korean culture, because I yes. mean, we, we we get Hollywood <clears throat> movies. That's one of their biggest exports all around the mm-hmm. world, right? But then, by right. K thing, you know, the K dom, mm-hmm. wherever you look, um, fashion, it's there. Makeup, it's there. Food, it's there. So, but I I get what you're saying because I was one of those people. And I said sorry also to everybody for my judgmental <laughs> ways. Now, but when everybody was into Chloe, I was like, mm, not for me, eh? not for me, talaga. Until I got sick and I was in bed. I couldn't do anything. I've watched everything on Netflix. I because let's just try Chloe. And I was most impressed at, okay, for me, Chloe is formulaic in every sense, but it's executed so well. Everything, they've got it covered from the shots that the director takes, where they put the mm-hmm. music, um, the supporting cast was amazing. The, how they, t- I could go on and on because it's not just, you know, it's not like that. There's something right. really deep. And what I love about them was the love that they, they talk about love in a way that I remember not, it's just not dirty. It's not full of, <laughs> you know. Exactly. And malice. No. Malice. And, and it's like what Fran mm-hmm. was saying. It's uh, Hollywood and uh, music from the United States. Look around you. All of their stars are pornified. There used <laughs> yeah. to be a time right? when we had Duran Duran and all they, look, our generation, everybody was clothed normally. Granting, they wore makeup, some of them. And they oh. cross-dressed, but there was no pornification of pop stars. But look Correct. around now. Look at the red carpet. Like nothing is left. It's all shown. Mm-hmm. And somehow mm-hmm. we're, not, we're not really responding to it in a way that we want more. But please put on some clothes. <laughs> Cover up. <laughs> Cover up. Please. <laughs> Don't want to see your panty and your boobs. Yeah. Uh-uh. Right. Right. Mel, you run in the circles of, you know, the local film industry and, 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 and the people that churn out great, you know, Filipino uh, TV shows and movies. Do you think 
you know, in your opinion, oh, that no. we can do this? Will this be able? <laughs> will we be able to? You know, this is the, the one million dollar quality. question. Yeah, and yeah. I cannot answer that because <laughs> it's not as simple as it seems. There's so many right. factors to consider. Right. The reason why K dramas are so distinct is because they're so distinctly Korean. There's just mm. culture there. There's mm-hmm. there's melodrama that's inherently Korean. They they love shooting Korean food. The mm-hmm. iba in the Philippines, Uh-oh. the dramas that we have are so gus gus. But it's you can't blame the writers because the studio thinks that this is gonna sell, and mm-hmm. we right. can't. And each time a studio or like ABS or GMA would try to make something different, people don't watch it. So it's yeah. really just chicken or the egg here. I'm sure right, there's right. so many producers now who want to make world-class stuff, but is the general public willing to uh-huh. watch a non-hubadera right. or, or non-mistress uh-huh. or non, you know, twin sister got separated at birth and now they're magkalaban? <laughs> <laughs> is there uh-huh. something, do you think there's something that can move the needle with that? Well... Like- Right now, what's showing on HBO Go is Eric Mati's On the Job. And yes. it is fantastic. If if the studios just gave the right amount of money and creative freedom to auteurs, to directors, without any like, I I hope Aling Barang will, will watch this while she's making plancha. Without that, we uh-uh. can make something mm. absolutely world-class. Ang ganda ng On the Job Missing 8. Mm-mm. And I can't wait to finish it. It's streaming now. It's streaming now. Yes. All the way yeah. until um, end of October. HBO Go. HBO Go. Okay. Mm. Oh, uh, can you get that in Utah? Oh, it's going to be it's going to be on HBO Max in Max. around okay. November. There you go. So oh, okay. it's a slow rollout globally around uh, along HBO. Sorry, this has nothing to do with K-pop. Can, but can we just call out to HBO Max? Your interface sucks, man. It sucks <laughs> big time. <laughs> I mean, have you tried the bat? Yeah, it's so, yes, st- yes, it's yes. so, oh, I mean, Jurassic, really. And HBO, man, and compared to Netflix and Prime, they're way behind the bat. What? Buddy, Prime? I'm actually them. not a big fan of the Prime interface. Like, I, I prefer Netflix and then HBO yeah. Max. Netflix yeah. is not the so best. Good. I mean, amazing. And they were there first and they already knew what we would want, right? Mm, Do you guys mm. remember when before it took you 10 seconds from one episode to the other? And all uh-uh. of a sudden, one day, it was just four seconds. They didn't even <laughs> give you that the full though. 10. I uh, hate that oh, though because oh. I, like, I, like, I like reading the credit. Uh-oh. Right. I need some downtime in between episodes. Yes. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but speaking of shows. All right. So, Mel, you're, you're coming in. This is like probably, Jude, correct me if I'm wrong, the third uh, episode of the podcast that we've talked about Korean drama. Yeah, this is uh, right? hopefully a three episode arc we're going through for now. <laughs> yes, yes, this is the final one. This is the final one. Okay, so we had asked our listeners to suggest, you know, shows that we should watch. Okay, and the resounding show that came out was Reply 1988. Oh, we and just I know a, we just did our Enslate episode on Reply. Right. So okay. we haven't. Okay, Dell. Okay, so we started it. I started it, and we had a conversation on our Viber group. Um, I was with Dell, and I was like, you know, I can't finish the first episode because one, walang guapo. In the first episode, palang wait, lang Mel, don't get angry. Wait, don't react. 
react yet. Don't get uh-uh. allow us to explain. Uh-uh. And then, and then, mahabasha. All right. And I know, mm. I mean, I love watching shows. I mean, it's a commitment. I love getting into it. I actually don't like binging so much because I like the. You know, I like the the, the delayed you like gratification. You like yeah, just you know, absorbing I need to everything. Absorb it right, right after before I jump into the next one. Anyway, so like an hour and a half means an hour fifteen. Oh, I'm like, where? Get, I was like, where wait till you get to the this? back half when it like is it two hours? Two hours. <laughs> Jesus, what? But, but it's a movie times twenty. <laughs> it's like Sherlock Holmes, right? Sherlock Holmes is with Benedict Cumberbatch oh, for like yeah. an hour thirty. Right. Okay, so um, I don't know if you, Del, if you powered through it, but I powered through the first four episodes because I went on IG and I said, "Hey guys, um, there's an Ate there that really I want to punch her in the face. Her name is Bora. <laughs> yeah, the and one who keeps hitting. I asked." Uh, are yelling and hitting and I asked um, yeah, everybody like, characters does she, well right does she get better and then everybody I have never seen so much passion over a show they're like no Fran no Monica you need to power through it because it's gonna be the best show that you've ever seen and I'm like what really I love TV I love it I love series but I'm like really is this gonna change my life and they said yes so here I am about to start episode 5 <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I powered through the first episode. I cried buckets. Have you? Not yet. I assume from your reaction, Del, you have not seen no. the last half of the show. No, no, no. You have to. Okay. <laughs> when Fran said that she's been crying buckets, I'm like, oh no, hold on. Because Fran is not the kind who cries over you know, shows or whenever we're talking here in the podcast. So for her to be crying, it must be something. Um, I yeah. Yeah. But it got me. Some of those scenes. I said, oh, oh, ow. <laughs> <laughs> And then you know how funny it is. Uh, I Al's not watching with me, right? So it's my time when I'm watching these K-dramas. And I had recounted a scene in one of the episodes. I think it was like the third one. And, and I don't want to spoil it because I think you should watch it. It was about death and stuff. So I recounted this scene with him. And I started crying while I was telling him about it. <laughs> so... There. So, Mel, without spoiling it any, or anything, because we haven't really, you know, I'm on I know, I'm just five. holding it in because <laughs> these, these, uh, I don't want to spoil Replay But if you were idiot. to say or describe it just to change their minds, to just tell people, okay, you should watch it, really. What, um, would, you, what would you? I was the same with you. Uh, I actually was very intimidated with Reply 1988. Uh, everyone says it's their favorite. All the lists on, on the internet always say that this is the top three and it's always like reply, blah, 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 blah. So it's intimidating. 20 episodes, almost two hours each. There's no plot, guys. If you think about it. No, it's a show about nothing. It's the, it's a show about five families that live on the same block. There's no like uh, an heiress parachutes into North Korea and falls in love with her North Korean soldiers. There's, there's no high concept plot like that. And I powered through one to four in two months. I could not get over <laughs> one to four. When I reached five to six, I was like, oh, pulling my hair. Why does everyone say this show is so good? It's so slow. It's such a slow burn. 
But then, and also you guys, I did not find anyone cute. I would always refer to one guy as, ah, oh, that panget guy did this and that. And, <laughs> and bakit ang panget ni Park Bogum dito? Because me, I'm used to seeing him as Park Bogum Opa, Park Bogum from Record of Youth, ganyan. But I didn't find him cute. But then I, I really focused. Okay. And then I reached episodes eight to nine. And then this is me ah, just salivating over the, the show. Because I was hooked already. <laughs> it took so long. It, took, it takes really long. But then you fall in love with the characters. Power we're through. On, we're on time okay. pressure. Kasi. <laughs> it's, 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 leaving on it's, it's on view. Oh, there, it's on view. And okay, I, watch I prefer watching it on view because they don't cut scenes. And then they don't, mm-hmm. they don't change the songs. Netflix doesn't have some of the rights to the songs, to the shows that are being oh. shown on screen. So a bunch of K-drama fanatics told me to switch to View and it, it was good. Better, better, View better as in watching. V-I-U? All right. Streaming. Okay. okay. It sounds like Reply 1988 is not a show you would recommend to somebody who just wants to understand what the craze is all about. Well, it's if a commitment, were, right? It is a commitment. Okay, so if you want somebody to have a pleasant and easy start to falling in love with K-drama, what would be your top five shows? Uh, you want to ease them into it. Definitely, Chloe. It's everybody's gateway from last year. There's okay. a reason why it stayed on the Netflix charts for 458 days. Wow. <laughs> it's in the top. It's like the number one K-drama on the Netflix charts of all time because it's just been in the top 10 globally for that long. Um, oh. But I don't even think that's the best. It's just a great right. gateway. Another great gateway for me is Park Sejun's Fight for My Way. When it comes to Ooh. friends turned lovers rom-com trope, for me, that was the best one. It's so funny. The chemistry between the two leads is so good. Um, probably number three would be uh, Goblin. Uh, Go- okay. I love Goblin with all my heart. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, I am a huge Gong Wu fan. I fight with Ann Curtis about who owns <laughs> Gong Yu in this country. But of course, she always slaps me in the face with her picture with Gong Yu, right? So... <laughs> Yeah, she does have so a shot with him, Duba. Yeah, she's always like, well, she'll message me privately and she'll say, remember this? But <laughs> it's but gotten yeah. very territorial. <laughs> May proof of purchase. Tumahimik kamel. Meron na siya. What else, um, If you're a guy and you like super, if you don't like the cutesy stuff, the rom-com stuff, DP, which was recently released it. on Netflix. That's so good. It's just so six good. episodes, one hour each. After the sixth episode, you're done. So you're the done. commitment isn't too long. <laughs> yeah. And it's violent I love too. It. So. Yeah, it's violent. <laughs> yeah. Not that we're, uh, no, huh? we're saying violence is good. <laughs> we're just saying. <laughs> but there's a drama you, you, for everyone. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. Just okay. like K-pop, there's something for everyone. Nox, you're oh. tagline. K-pop. Yes. There's something for There's everyone. There's something for everyone. <laughs> That's our title. I always There's say no now that Goblin is like the palibhasa lalaki of K of top tier K dramas because there's <laughs> there's a plot but there's no script. The script is just like bullet points na say this, hit this guy, make this guy laugh. But the it's just the most charismatic performance I've seen in K drama land with Gong Yu. It, nothing can top his charisma. You know why he's a star. The Brad Pitt of Korea for me is is Gong Yu. 
Well, it's, it's Mel, gotten, thank you. Sorry, I just oh, have sorry, to say, sorry. it's gotten that yeah. big, no? Like, you remember the China, uh, the Hollywood would include a Chinese actor to conquer the Chinese market. And now they're putting Korean actors in big movies because they know there's a draw. If they're bringing in mm-hmm. $3 billion to the Korean economy, they could do the same for Hollywood. You want to get that market. So Goblin, that's what you're recommending. Sige na nga. But she's writing it's it not, down. It's not for everyone, okay? But so Goblin, uh-huh. if you want to look at someone super guapo, and the quote game is strong. <laughs> okay, so how many well, is okay? Na kami, is, he, kami guapo. is he guapo? Is he guapo na macho? Because that's what Dell needs. Yes. Like the manly. Okay. I don't find Caucasian men hot anymore. Right. Right. I can't oh say God, that yeah. I'm married to okay. one. I was to with one. my girlfriends yesterday. We had dinner, and then they were all like. Yelling and screaming about Jeremy Johnson, you know, I could not relate because I looked at him and I was like, well, he's he's mm. really white, guys. He's really <laughs> in my head. I was like, oh, gong you. It's mm. <laughs> not the same. I, I'm with your friends, Mel. I'm, I'm still going gaga Jeremy over Johnson? Jeremy Johnson. Yes. Mm. I, and it's so funny because I was staring at his photo the other day and then I, I showed it to my daughter, Juliana. I'm like, oh, what if what if. He, Mama has a friend like this. And then Juliana just went, oh, I'm not going to whack him. Because to every single man that I like, she's like, I'm going to whack him. I'm going to whack him. But with Jeremy Johnson, she made an exception. <laughs> okay, so Goblin, all, of, you know, all of these shows, we're, we're jotting it down as your recommend recommendations. But if there's something we've noticed, <laughs> if there's something that we've noticed with the the fans of K-drama and K-pop, they're so welcoming and very inviting. It's like if you say you don't understand, they will help you mm-hmm. understand. They mm-hmm. will give you tips on how to power through. They will give their recommendations. What is it about this fandom that you want to bring more in? Because I remember myself to be selfish when I was a fan. Like, no, he is mine. But with <laughs> with Korean, with the Korean, the fans of um, K-pop and K-dramas, you want to bring everybody else in. Why, why are the fans so inviting? I think it's the community aspect. It's so fun to be on Twitter and you're all fangirling over like hometown cha-cha-cha or there's <laughs> Facebook groups that are your, your K-drama Facebook groups or your K-pop Facebook groups. It's this parasocial relationship that I think really is not in Western culture, in Western mm-hmm. media consumption. Yeah, right. right. The parasocial relationship in K-culture is so strong and I I don't even like participating anymore in um Western pop culture forums because it's so mm. toxic. If you go yeah. into the K culture parasocial groups, everyone's like good vibes. Not even good vibes. Some sometimes they fight, right? But it's all about like <laughs> learning from each other, sharing what they like about the show. It's iba, ibang iba yung community. I I have spirit guides. You guys should have spirit guides in the <laughs> yes, culture. Yes, yes, because you'll understand it more. You'll understand like why Bora is a protester and why it was such a big thing in reply 1988 so i asked some friends like why was it like that in why were well, we, why were they highlighting it you're kind a of episodes? a spirit guide for us with this episode i learned yes. what bts st- stood for and why they're called the army and why <laughs> korea has you know the korean culture has gotten such a boost in the past 10 years 
I didn't know that the government did something to help that out. So you have been a spirit guide. And I mean, thank you for, you know, kind of welcoming us. You didn't really welcome us. You told us <laughs> exactly <laughs> why you love it. You don't just like right. it. You love it. I, I can love feel it. it in your words. Yeah. So nakakahawa. Kasi parang, I want to be that yes. too. Yeah, yeah. To want right. something because it feels good. It's been a long time since we had that, right? <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And Mel, we want to thank you so much for guesting on the show. Um, it shows, like, uh, you know, when when we were doing pre-prod for this, I said, I want to, I want to invite this girl on the show because she can talk about it at length, more, much more than I can. But I'm really intimidated by her. Oh. I'm talking about you. Because oh. uh, because if if they met you not in your in your Kadam phase, if they met you outside, you were very intimidating. I am though. intimidating. Until now I think I'm you know? intimidating. Yes, you are. But you're a little softer around the edges, you know? And I think and I think that's because of this whole K drama, Kadam thing. It does, it, like you said in the beginning, made you this better person or a better version of yourself. And that's great. You know, if it makes everybody a little bit more chillax and not on edge, I mean, that's what I, <laughs> yeah, I find that need. for me. That's it's what we need. It's self-care. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. So thank you so much. Thank uh, you. Jelly, go ahead. No, I, I wonder how Mong feels about this uh, obsession that she has now and if he has noticed any changes in her ever since she embraced um, the Korean culture and everything else about it. Has he said anything to you? He said that his bias is J-Hope. So <laughs> <laughs> bias he has no he has no other choice but to embrace yeah, BTS. As I, well. I am blessed because my husband is super understanding um very tolerant. Like he, <laughs> he can go for a few days na puro Korean lang yung nasa bahay. Mira takes <laughs> Korean lessons. So she also practices Korean with him. So he's open. And he actually sees why BTS is so popular. I mean, for me, it's so good having a musician husband around because right. he can, he can contextualize it mm, and yeah. he can even analyze the musicality of the group. So it, it kind of justifies my obsession and he's like, it's like being an emo kid all over again. Being a BTS stan. <laughs> we love it. Thank you so much, Mel. And do you have any final message for everyone else out there who is still not into K-dramas and K-pop? Uh, I think for you guys to understand, just, just keep an open mind, keep an open heart. It's okay to say no to something only if you've given it a chance. Yes. That's it. You can't just say, I don't like it, but you haven't tasted it yet. So taste it. See if it's for you. If it's not, then at least you did your due diligence and your uh, opinion can matter after. Thanks. Love that. Hi. Thank you, Mel. Yay. Wait, extra Nayan, guys. Extra? Yeah. Oh, that's oh, good. Oh, no, we can extra after her. Okay. Like, so uh, yeah, when she exits, oh, we can talk about it a bit more. Ulit, no. <laughs> I was wrapping up. I didn't Trademark. know what to say. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jude, oh! 
Ako, daddy na ako mag-extra mag kasi ako nag-intro. Eh. Nag-extra na ako. No. <laughs> not, not, not in front of our guests, guys. We're just kidding, Jelly. We're Not in front of our guests. I'm sorry. We want to give the impression that... We want to give the impression we're a smoothly run operation. We're not, obviously, we're, but... We're a chaotic mess. <laughs> Fadi, uh, tingnan mo, <laughs> The Eavesdrop. No filter. Off kilter. Exclusively on Anchor. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.